Hello and welcome to the Wellness FM podcast, where we look at the power of the body and the mind and unlocking all our potential. Now this week I've got a bit creative and I've dived into the realms of doing video podcasts. So a little bit of a different take than last week was we're going to look at the best ways to take control of your diet best ways to look at food and to take control of your results as well so going back onto a bit of fitness then here we go hello thanks for tuning in welcome to the first wellness fm podcast on video so the first topic i chose for this momentous occasion is food and more particularly what is your relationship with food so are you the kind of person that's quite relaxed about what they eat? Are you the kind of person that looks at the labels and the calories and the really minute details in what you're eating? Or are you somebody that's currently sticking to a diet? Okay, and letting the control be with somebody else. Just have a think about that. Which category would you put yourself in? Or are you a mix? So the next thing to think about is, at the moment, your eating habits and the food that you're consuming, what effect is that having on your body? Are you staying the same way? Are you gaining body fat? Are you gaining muscle? Are you losing body fat? What is the target that you're going for at the moment? Do you even have a target? Do you even care? That's again something I just want you to think about and you know which field do you put yourself in? But of course, Matt, you've missed out. What are the mental effects? The mental health effects on having food, of course, depending on what food you put in your body will depend on what your body gets from that in terms of nutrients, in terms of value, and that will have a knock-on effect on how you feel. But we all know that when you feel sad, or when you feel negative, or actually when you feel really excited, or you're ready to celebrate, that you feel like you're craving calorie-dense foods, so you grab your pizza, your ice cream, and your burgers. And what I'm asking you is, is that necessarily a bad thing? What do you think? So now I've had some food for thought, Let's discuss some of the current diet trends, some of the diet plans, and exactly see why they work. And then I'm going to look at two ways that I know I can guarantee you some success if you take control of what you're eating. And we can get you to that goal ASAP. So I'm certainly not here to slander, and I'm no nutritionist. I'm not qualified in that. But when you've got your main contenders, a Slimming World and Weight Watchers, the ones that my clients come to tell me that they're doing all the time okay do I have a problem with my clients using them no and this is why okay so Slimming World and Weight Watchers both work on behaviors they give you a set of rules if you stick to them for 80 85% of people then rules will work but why won't they work for the other 15 well Slimming World for example gives you free foods so foods that you can have as much as you want then free foods happen to contain pasta and potatoes, as well as many more. What happens with these free foods is, you can have as many as you want. But if you have too many calories, if you have too much of these foods, then you're gonna put on weight. And let's not forget these diets are only looking at you losing weight, so everything's measured in. I want to lose a pound, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to lose a stone. But if you ate 500, exaggeration, bowls of pasta each day, then you would put on weight. So why are they exactly free? 
And this all comes down to the fact that these are socially based diets. They all have meetings. They're all driven on meeting each week, speaking to each other, drawing on each other's experiences, hints and tips to get to your goal. And that's fantastic. If you like meeting new people and you like that accountability of going to see other people and checking in week on week that everyone's doing okay, that's fab. But what it also means is if you've had too much of these free foods, and that's gone against your goals because you've consumed too much food, then what happens is you don't lose that week. You don't know why you've not lost any weight that week. But then, then portions will get looked at. So then, because you haven't lost, and everyone else has, or the people that you've been used to speaking to week on week have lost, then you're going to have to start changing the rules that have already been given to you through almost peer pressure, let's not forget. And then once you reduce them, you start falling into line again. That also seems quite counterintuitive because on the flip side of the free foods, you've got sins. Now they're synergy points, not sins as in God and devil, but these sins are realistically foods that can't be categorized. They are one sin for every 20 calories. Now, if you to ask me if I would prefer my client or one of my friends to have a chocolate bar or a protein bar, then I'm going to favour the protein bar because the amount of sugar is going to be less in there. The ingredients are going to be better. The amount of protein in there is going to be higher. So why don't they work the second and third time? Or why does it seem to be that after an amount of time you're following one of these diets, that it stops to work? Well, what naturally happens, and I've seen it time and time again, is that people get used to the rules. Once you get used to the rules, you can start bending them, you can start fitting more in, you can start making sure you're having all your sins, making sure you're following the rules to a T. You might start pushing the boundaries, you might be a bit hungry, so you'll have a bit more of a free food, but then you've stuck within the rules, so everything should be okay. That's what happens with rules. But rules you don't understand, so as soon as you stop these diets, you don't understand why they worked in the first place. What you do understand is because you stuck to the rules, it worked. But is that really enough? Or is that just a ploy to have you staying within that diet for a long period of time, years and years, buying countdowns and buying other such things that financially make you tie in as well? Everyone's got to make a business. But is that the right thing for you? Have you tried something many, many times and been unsure how to get out of it without still sticking to the rules? Well, if you have, I've got two options for you. Okay, so... Option number one is to take control and look at what you're eating now. So keep a food diary. The food diary doesn't need to be exhaustive. It can just simply be, this was my breakfast, this was my lunch, this was my dinner, and this was how much fluid I was drinking on a daily basis. By drinking water-based juices, not necessarily tea or coffee, because they don't do the same in terms of hydration, and water is king. Okay, which, side note, you want to be on about a litre and a half, two litres per day, okay? But what do I do with this food diary? Okay, so step two in this one then is with your food diary, take a look, okay? Keep it for a few days and take a look and see if there's any patterns on eating, if there's any way you're falling short, if there's anywhere that you think, I'm eating quite a lot there, okay? And bearing in mind you need to look at this and think, well, actually what's happening to my weight or whatever your goal is. And keep making tiny changes until your goals start happening, until you keep seeing changes.
These small changes will stop you from starving yourself, will keep you better in a mental health perspective because you'll feel happier, you'll feel more satiated, more satisfied with the food you're having. And then once that little change keeps working, then add another one in and keep cleaning up. And then you can start looking at labels and looking at ingredients. And once you start looking, if you research online about different foods and other things, start asking questions. Every single time you do that, you're gaining some control. And what happens when you get control? You've got it for life then. You understand why this is working. And on to number two. Number two is very scientific. If you're like me, you like numbers. Okay, if you like numbers and you're a logical person, count calories. So simply put, the body needs a certain amount of calories to run itself. Like a car, your body needs so many calories to run all your internal organs and just exist. Now, if you're exercising as well, your body will need more calories. Now, there's a few ways that you can find out how many calories your body should be needing. Okay? You can either download an app like, for example, MyFitnessPal or other calorie tracking apps. They are free. You can scan in foods and it will tell you based on your goal, based on your current height, weight, age, sex, it'll tell you how many calories to aim for. Now, that's a good rough guide. It's a great place to start. Once you've got that, start looking at labels on food. Start looking at alternatives and seeing actually per serving which one's going to be less or which one's going to fit in so that I feel most satisfied with my food choices. Okay, If you're looking to lose body fat or lose weight, you're going to be in what they call a calorie deficit. So your calories that you need to consume on a daily basis are smaller than the calories that your body needs to survive. And what happens is it's like having money in a bank. Once you go over and you've got no food left, you've got no money left, you go into your overdraft. Okay, so your overdraft is your body fat, you start burning the fuel that you've got sat in your body. But should you necessarily start worrying about that straight away? No, let's get you moving towards your goal first. Keep an eye on how you're feeling. And if you're feeling good, keep going. Once you're at a stage where you've got that control, you can then start to look at tweaks and start to make sure the food choices that you're making are optimal for you. There's really little point in changing that before then because you can drink all the organic smoothies in the world but if you're gaining weight and you want to lose weight then that's not going to make you happy. Okay, to, so to summarise then, the two ways I would suggest you go in now and have a look at if you're at all unhappy with the current progress you've got or you're struggling with food habits now that you're sat at home in isolation. Number one, is taking control and being accountable for what you're eating now. So keep a food diary, keep it for a week, and have a look at the things that you're eating. Is there anything that you think, hang on, didn't realise I ate that, or hang on, could change it for something else that's going to be more conducive to my goals. Now that sounds too good to be true, right? Something as simple as that, something that's not going to take all your favourite foods out of it and still get you to where you want to be. I understand that. And there's one thing I just want to cover before we go, before you get on with the rest of your day. What on earth do you do when you've had a binge? So it used to be a Friday night or a Saturday night thing or a Netflix and chill. But now, because we're in isolation, it happens a lot more often than not. Because your body is not daft. What we're talking about is formulating habits, good habits, small habits that we can carry on over the long term. Now, unless you're going to binge every single night, then you're going to be absolutely fine. Okay, so today's podcast has been really experimental. I hope you've been able to take something away from it. 
I'm more than happy to take any questions you've got on it as well. So I'll be posting it all over my social media, either message me or comment or anything. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, please click subscribe. That would be really, really helpful. It just means I can put more information out there just like this. I can share the knowledge that I've got from thousands and thousands of hours of experience working with clients one-to-one -one and in group situations and looking at habits and looking at food and all the rest of it. All I want is to help you get towards your way, where you want to be. And all you want is to get there as easy as possible. And that's what I'm here for. So thank you for watching. Keep yourself safe during this time. Look after your family and look after those you hold dear. See you later. So that's the end of episode two of the new Wellness FM podcast. As I said, I did it on a video as well. So I've got a few learning points from that as well. Any feedback from you guys, always appreciated. And as always, if there's any topics that you'd like me to talk about or any feedback, please just send it on over. Enjoy the rest of your day.